Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are from around the world. It's a global show tonight. This is today, <laughs> whatever this is. Well, you're tomorrow. Yes, I'm, I'm actually in the future. This is the view from the this is the show from the future. That's what I'm trying to say. In fact, that would have been a much better title than was it California next to Japan? Week? Yeah, there we go. There's always the show next from week. the future. It reminds me of uh, the old Conan sketch of the in the year 2000. In the year 2000. That one. Yes. Yeah. So then you could be like, what's tomorrow like? Yeah. So like, what, what is tomorrow like? We're still here. Is it, is it great? I'm glad. I'm, well, it's sunny, uh, a little bit windy, but I yeah. can see skies and ships and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. So, you know, who can complain? And I have a cup of coffee. What a cup kind of, of coffee, coffee is it? from tomorrow. I don't actually know. <laughs> uh, it's they come in these little bags that you pull open and you hang them on your cup and then you pour them in, kind of like a. I guess it is a pour over, and it's a pour um, over. it is a pour over. But I didn't pay attention when I was making this one because uh, I was getting ready for the show rather than focusing on what the coffee of the day would be. But Katie, what should people do? Just go to geekscorner.live or wherever it is that you are watching this. Go into the chat. Um, tell us what things are like where you are in your time zone. Um, it's dark here. So that's weird. <laughs> is it? But is it rainy? Is it happy? No, I don't know. Like, it's okay. dark. It's been a little chilly. Um, I'm actually wearing like a sweater. Uh, this is which... my first true sweater day in Japan also. Because it has been ridiculously warm, like which upper seventies, but kind of like Florida upper seventies, where it feels yeah. warmer than it actually is. Yeah. So it's very funny because a little behind the scenes fun thing about us is the three weeks before Daps left for Japan was like a mad dash to get warm clothes. Um, because I didn't really have any anymore. No, because you've lived in California for fifteen mm -hmm. years. Uh, and so it was just like this, oh, no, I don't have, like, actual cold weather clothes. Um, so it was, it, there was a lot of shopping happening. But I'm glad that you're wearing your coat. A sweater. Yes. Sweater. Um, speaking of shopping, this is the time of year where people shop for Christmas presents, holiday presents, and all of the like. And Disney today announced the Disney Ultimate Toy Drive, which we are participating in this year. So basically what happens is you donate an unwrapped toy at Disney Springs or downtown Disney if you're going to the Disney parks, or you can do it through Shop Disney. And we're going to add a thing to this is we're making a digital Christmas slash Geekmas tree. And we are going to put every present that we as a collective group donate under said Christmas tree. And the goal is, is to make this mountain of Christmas presents under the Geekmas tree that shows what a difference we're making as we help Toys for Tots and the Marines and the volunteers and the Disney volunteers and the Walt Disney Company make a difference for a bunch of kids that wouldn't get Christmas presents otherwise. And uh, we do have an article up on the website so you can see exactly how to do this because I made a form on the website so that as you donate from Shop Disney or you take it to the Disneyland Resort or Walt Disney World Resort, you can be like, hey, I brought this Lego set and be specific and then I can go on Shop Disney and I'll find what it was or wherever I can find a picture of whatever you donated. And I'll add that under the tree and we'll just keep building this and hopefully it becomes a really fun thing. And um, 
and then we'll we'll share it with Disney because I think that would be fun for them to see how they're making a difference as well. And uh, what do you think about this, Katie? Uh, one, I think it's great. I think that um, so much of what we do is Daps for a Difference, and that's genuinely it's our go button. It's everybody that uh, surrounds us. Like that's that's just what we care about. Um, and so it's always very nice to come together and do things like this and to see like visually the difference that we make. I also just wanted to say, and I know Daps is going to hate this, but this man is in Japan. He's currently 17 hours ahead of us and is still staying up to date on the website, creating these forms, doing all these things. Um, and so if you have read a Daps Magic article in the last two weeks, give a round of applause to this man for keeping it up. So, And everybody else who's been helping because Angela, Roger, you and Doug and I even saw Murray posted something today as well have all been stepping up to make it a great uh, coverage website while I'm in a slightly different balance of time because it does make things a little bit more challenging but it is very fun and uh and surprisingly we haven't really dropped any major balls so uh that is good also i do think well it's Disney we're almost different like how do we do this because <laughs> they're like when do you get back again i'm i'm hearing that a lot but it's funny what were you it's because we're on like different shifts so originally you were 16 hours but yep. now you're 17 hours because time yep. change. Which didn't um, change here. Love it was amazing. that. Yeah. Best reason I... to go to Japan. <laughs> I wish it wasn't getting dark at 5 p.m. here. Uh -huh. um, the extra oh, it's hour getting dark by was... like, it's like by 4.30, it's dark. Because <laughs> Japan's like, further north. It, I got the extra hour of sleep and everything after that, it went downhill. Um, but we, we, it's like, by the afternoon, it's morning time for you, basically. And then by the time I wake up, you're going to bed. So it, it all works out for everybody. Somebody's always awake. For In some ways, it's a stronger way to cover all of the stuff that's happening because there's more constant coverage. But who knows? We're just making yeah. things up at this point. That's <laughs> all right. All right. Continuing on with Disneyland news, we know now know that the Adventureland Treehouse is opening up in just a few days. We got a first look at it, including a tour on video from Disney, courtesy of Disney, along with some photos. And I will say right off the bat, I am so excited to experience this when I get back because it looks beautiful. And I think it's a wonderful, um, I think it's a wonderful step forward for the attraction that really builds on the foundation of what it was like it's a very natural progression and i feel like it honors the past while also moving to the future um with a story that takes place in the past but you know uh i can't wait to experience this when i get back it'll probably be one of the first things i do when i get back to disneyland and uh and you know i'll just explore it and find all the hidden details and, and the magical things that are thrown inside of it what do you think of it katie swiss apoka that's all I care that too. about. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I actually, this is my weird roundabout. I'm full of weird roundabout anecdotes. Who am I kidding? But uh, I follow a woodcarver uh, who, yeah, actually, <laughs> who actually worked on a lot of things in Critter Country, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, things like that, um, who may or may not have worked on the Adventureland Treehouse. He cannot he, confirm or deny it. <laughs> yes. Um but to me, and this is somebody who's worked on many projects for the Walt Disney Company, 
Um, he said that this is something that would make Walt Disney very proud. And from everything I've seen, that feels very accurate because it mm -hmm. does feel it's it's the Walt Disney approach. It's always, yes, we did this. How can we make it better? How can we take it to the future? How can we do something bigger, grander, whatever? So it's taking his original idea of the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. It's adding the technology that we have today of animatronics, of... And an ostrich. An ostrich. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So that, to me, I was like, it feels like this beautiful tribute to Walt Disney and the things that he created while also bringing it into 2023. So I'm excited for it. Totally agreed. And I actually think there's something hugely awesome about the fact that they brought a wood carver in to do the sign for it. Like that's doing it right. And like, sometimes Instead you get of 3D like the, printing. Yeah. And, and that, that's kind of what I expected, I think. And I was like, Oh, it'll look nice. But the fact that it's a completely authentic way of doing things it really is building on that foundational way of doing things i think the sign in many ways says the whole story because yeah. it's it's a new story being told in a classic way with some great enhancements that's a brand new approach to this thing that's been in in adventureland for decades and uh, i can't wait to experience it it's gonna be great uh we also learned a little bit more about luminous the symphony of us which I don't entirely understand the title yet, but I think I will by the time the show is over. And um, we learned that it's going to have movements, like it really is going to be kind of uh, divided or organized into a, a shorter symphony. And, uh, and so it's gonna have uh, different movements that represent different life experiences. And uh, that's gonna start with, um, a welcoming thing that comes after, I think, a conductor's baton tapping, which will be fun. And uh, and you're going to hear the first song, which is Heartbeat Symphony, which apparently is going to bring people into the show. And then uh, it will move into the tender love of parenthood, they're saying, uh, followed by, and that will have You'll Be In My Heart and uh, Proud Corazon from uh, Coco in that. And then it's going to move into friendship with You've Got a Friend Like Me, and You've Got a Friend In Me and Friend Like Me. And then it's going to move into the romance moment, which is going to have So Close from Disney's Enchanted, which I think is a fantastic choice. And uh, then they're also going to hit loneliness and loss with the song When She Loved Me. I fully expect the entire area to be in tears at that point, along with Remember Me. And then move into, you know, that part where it gets more exciting towards the end with Into the Known, Into the Unknown. I'm having a problem speaking today, um, which reminds us that we're never truly alone, Disney says. And then out of that, it's going to move into I See the Light from Tangled and Beating of Our Hearts, which is a new original song that was written for Luminous. And I like that they're telling us this much. And I like that we got to hear portions of what we're going to hear in December when the show arrives at Epcot on the 5th, I believe. And, um, and I'm stoked for this show. What do you think about it, Katie? Um, I'm going to, I have two like different mindsets about this. Well, two different thought trains i'm gonna go down no barges. The first one no barges <laughs> i'm not gonna Was go that on a barge uh no that could be a third one no oh, so okay. one epcot is at its best when it sees a little bit abstract ideas um that they are conveying through artistry um that's my opinion i just think mm -hmm. that epcot is supposed to have these like and that's what Illuminations was. It was an abstract, thoughtful 
piece of art that brings families along. And this, to me, it's my opinion, feels like a more accessible version of Illuminations based off of what it sounds like because it has the Disney music incorporated mm -hmm. um, because Illuminations didn't have any intellectual property. Um, my second thought process, that was like my analytical side, my feeling side, as someone who experienced a giant loss um, in my family this year, this show is going to destroy me. Like, I don't think I'm going to recover mentally for like <laughs> a solid 24 hours after I see it. And that's a good thing because Art at its core, whether it's Disney putting it out, whether you go to a museum, whether you go to a symphony, whatever it is, art is supposed to make you feel something. Um, if art is not inspiring an emotion out of you, it's maybe just not great art. Um, and so if it's inspiring that emotion out of you, um, that's the beauty of being human is that we get to have those experiences. But yes, I think it's going to be a beautiful piece of art. I am so excited. The clip that we saw, it was so good of the music. So I'm, I'm all in on this. Totally agreed. And, uh, it, it'll be fine. We should almost have like a Katie cam for the, uh, for the, uh, filming of it or whatever. Um, that's so first nice time you see you it, know. you know, just like, just like <laughs> Star Wars. It'd be great. Uh, I yeah, I think Star it's good. Wars. Yeah iconic so good all right we're gonna keep moving because we're gonna run out of time really fast and we have miraculously from two different continents still come up with an indie cam so uh let's move on to this week's indie cam enjoy <laughs> So I can't on a swing. I can't really tell if he likes it or if he's tolerating it. And at the end, he's like, oh, I'm free. Okay. So that was actually his first time on the swing by himself mm. um, because I had gotten up. And that was actually a panic moment of, mom, I don't know how to get down. Um, what do I do now? And so, <laughs> so at first, it was kind of like he had resigned and accepted his fate of like he was just going to be there forever. Um, and then I had to work him up to jump down, but I can gladly say that he loves it because um, today he got another bath because he's a smelly boy and likes to play in dirt all the time. And um, my mom sat on one end of the swing. I sat on the other end of the swing and he sat right in the middle and he was just like the happiest little boy in the whole world, but he kept jumping up and jumping down. So it's like, once he learns he does... something, he's fine. And he does like, I feel like, to be included. So that 
that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he was very much like, well, he at first was snuggling mom because he was like, grandma, mommy gave me a bath and it was really mean. And like, and because it's chillier today, he is a snow dog, but he thought he was dying. So then I sat down. He was like, okay, I forgive you. Okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right. As we've said multiple times in this show, I am currently in Japan last week, <gasps> two weeks ago, whenever what? it was, a, a little week earlier. Two weeks um, ago. It was last Monday, actually, a week ago. Oh, when you were at Disney. I went to Tokyo C. Disney Sea. Yes. Among other things, if you want to see all of my Japanese adventures, they are going up on dapsmagic.com slash mrdaps, which is where all of my blogs go that are for the website. So you can check those out. Um, but as you may have seen on my Instagram, I did go to Tokyo Disney Sea. That was my first park that we went to at Tokyo Disney Resort. We'll be going to Tokyo Disneyland sometime in the near future. We're kind of figuring it out based on weather. Because it's it's a little bit, so when it rains here, it also blows really hard. And there's even on the freeways, there's signs with the cars with like wind coming, like pointing at it like this and the car a little bit like that because they don't want your car to blow over apparently. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Uh, but so you have that to worry about. And, and honestly, I think that probably wouldn't make for the best Tokyo Disneyland experience. So we're trying to make sure we get that right. Um, but before we get into talking about all of the Tokyo Disney Sea stuff, I do have a video for you that is probably the most accurate way to see Tokyo Disney Sea with me. So if you went to Tokyo Disney Sea with me, like my sister Christy did, uh, this is basically your experience. So enjoy. Yes, it's so nice it to see that Japan Daps. hasn't changed you. 
no. If you go to any Disney theme park, that is what you're going to see with me. Uh, but yeah, so that is Tokyo Disney Sea through the lens of Mr. Daps, and I'll have more photos up at some point. Currently, I'm doing trip reports with a few of my favorite quick photos that I see that just like, oh, grab them real fast and posting them. There will be more in-depth photo reports at some point as well. Disney Sea. We, we got up at ridiculously early, like five in the morning to drive up there because it's about an hour and a half, I want to say, away. And we got in line, I think, an hour and 15 minutes or something before the park opened. And people are just lined up to get into this park. And they're all sitting very, like, appropriately and thoughtfully. And cast members are, are being nice to people and waving at them and smiling. And uh, as I said in my trip report, um, the song that kept popping into my head was It's a Small World, specifically the line, and a smile means friendship for everyone. Because literally from the moment we got to the parking lot, and the person took our money to park, and then the people directing us to park, and then the person making sure that we knew that the stairs went over there to where we get in line to get into the park, and then the security person, and then the main gate person, like all of them, huge smiles. And, and genuinely happy and hospitable. And, and it really surprised me at how much of a difference that makes in your Disney day. And, uh, and I think we have things great in the United States, but I am saying the bar has been raised in, in what can be done. And it was something as simple as a smile. And, and so enter the park and we've already had a dozen smiles from cast members and the guests are all very happy too. So I will say there's a different scenario here, but I do think, you know, you have to choose what you're going to do. And, uh, and the guests were all very kind as well, but the, uh, the maritime band is playing, which is like their Disneyland band, but for the Disney sea. And, uh, and then, uh, we watched them for a little bit, took some more pictures, more pictures. And my sister was very insistent that Tokyo or tower of terror should be the first attraction that we experience for the day. And she's like, you really have to go on this because it sets the pace for the rest of the day. And I was kind of like, okay, like whatever, you know, and I wasn't one side or the other. I'm like, okay, I guess you know something about this. We'll go for it. But I'd really like a cup of coffee first. And <laughs> we skipped the cup of coffee to go on Tower of Terror. And you walk up and it looks cool. You've seen the pictures. It's great. But what you don't see is when you get into the queue at how detailed literally every little thing is. And I don't have a good correlation because I just think like you think of the lobby of Tower of Terror in 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 Walt Disney World or formerly at Disneyland and you think of the level of detail in that room now it just exploded everywhere like take it to a whole nother level and then up the level maybe 20% or something there was so many little nods to other things and details and story devices and stories being interwoven uh about Harrison Hightower, even out in the the queue area, which was kind of their garden that they made with these creepy statues that were also funny at some points. And uh, and so we were just entering the building, and I was already like, "This is so different than than what I expected." My best uh, correlation is the Indiana Jones Adventure at Disneyland's queue. Think of that level of storytelling and detail, except you're you're going into Tower of Terror. And you're seeing Joe Rody everywhere, and um, evil Joe Rody, <laughs> evil Joe Rody. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so then you go into the lobby, and there's like stained glass, and the hotel lobby has the the 
the elevator that's been destroyed at the end of the hallway and there's a check-in and it and you go through the lobby instead of just kind of by it which i thought was a huge step up and because you know you kind of go down the end everywhere else and this you're actually going you're experiencing the whole thing and and then you go into this new area that's in in our tower tower it was kind of the the i don't know the back hallway thing you know where where all of the felt like you're in the basement mm -hmm. um after you'd already seen the video after um, the free show mm -hmm. and um and so then we went oh wait we saw our pre-show first that's right so after mm -hmm. you do the lobby then you see the pre-show and their pre-show is ridiculous and uh very very well done i'm not gonna say too much but if you want to see it we do have it up on the youtube because they did allow me to film a lot more places than i was told i would be able to and that was one of my huge takeaways is like this is the same as disneyland in that regard like i was very impressed and so then we went into the the back room with the stairs and stuff and there's like statues and artifacts and like sphinx looking things like it was crazy and details every direction you go finally you get into the attraction you do the the up and down thing and their version of the story i thought was very well done it looked beautiful too like very well taken care of everything worked effects were amazing and uh everybody i think but me was screaming on the ride which was hilarious um and like that part was that part was ridiculous and uh and you know then you go up and down you're great and i walked out of it thinking all the connections with c all of the connections with uh the different places he's visited really connect with the different ports around the park and i was like oh you really do need to start with tower of terror and and you do also the other reason to do that it's a shorter line first thing in the morning the rest of the day the thing was hours long and uh and that was super cool um so that was our start. Then we got coffee. Everything was all good. And and I will say this is my favorite version of Tower of Terror or variations of Tower of Terror globally. Like I thought it was better than Guardians and I'm a huge Guardians fan. Like I it's even better than Guardians Monsters After Dark, which is perhaps my favorite <gasps> version today or up till that day of um of Tower of Terror, but super super awesome. The the area is just gorgeous everywhere you go. And um, and it's definitely like if you're only going to go to one Disney theme park in your life, other than Disneyland, because that's where Walt walked, Disney Sea is probably the one you should go to because I think it is the realization so far. You know, I've got a few more to go to, but it's the realization of Walt's dream in a way that he really would be proud of today, I think. And um, the food was was great over there. I see that question. And uh, we did have lunch at Magellan's, which was a total fluke. Um, it's their, it's their Carthay, I guess you could say from a, a Disney California adventure uh, nod, but it's like their Carthay, their fanciest restaurant in that park. And the reviews I was reading from other Disney people is that it might be the best Disney restaurant globally. And uh, I actually agree with it after having lunch there and we totally just snagged reservations the night by before i'm assuming somebody canceled and we got lucky but uh christy had been trying to get us any reservation and was not successful up until literally the day before and she's like hey do you want to have you want to have have you heard of first was have you heard of magellan's i'm like is that the one in the in the 
wherever in the castle or whatever. And she's like, yeah. And so then we started researching it and she'd already grabbed the reservation. So we were stuck either way, but it was great. We got uh, medals from there. We got uh, spoons, like little decorative spoons from there. So, and the service, I still remember our server's name. Her name was Ito and she was absolutely fantastic. And it was a great experience. And my favorite bite that I ate there was probably, they had this like very lightly cooked salmon that had caviar on top of it. And then you, it, there was a vinaigrette that you, that was like drizzled on the plate. So you would wipe it through there. And that was, that was probably my favorite bite that I had at Tokyo Disney Sea. And um, looking through questions, favorite attraction at Tokyo Disney Sea. That's a very good question. Um, it might be Tower of Terror. It might also be, I think it probably is Tower of Terror. Um, the funny thing about it is we didn't do that many attractions, mainly because it was more about experiencing what there was there to experience. So we wanted to see the band. So we stayed for the whole set of the band. Um, I wanted to see the water shows out on the lagoon. So we watched both of those. We watched the fireworks. We watched uh, Mickey's big band beat. It's a treat. I think that's what it's called. And that was ridiculously charming. And I just wanted to take pictures of it, but they won't let you, which was nice also because it's in this old classic theater and it was great. Um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I really wanted to go on, but it wasn't open. So hopefully someday I'll get to go back and experience that one. Uh, Sinbad's, what is it? Storytelling Voyage is... Storybook Voyage? Storybook Voyage, that sounds right. Um, it's their version of, uh, I'm going to call it their version of Small World because mm -hmm. it has a song that just keeps going over and over and over again. And it has dolls that kind of look like Small World. And um, the song is, Cara, what is it? Compass of Your Heart, which kind of has a... Um, written by like who? Alan Menken. Uh-huh. Like, and it, it honestly, at first I was like, what the heck am I in? Because like, I think it's a second room you go into. There's this giant, what I'm going to call it a troll, I think. And first he's like, looking through a like a jail cell he's in jail or something and then a, and he's like our size and then a moment later he's like 30 feet tall and singing along in this really deep voice to compass of your heart and i was just like what what's happening here like my sister said it was very funny watching me go through this because there are things i haven't read the book in forever that either translated differently or i just don't remember or it's just you know creative and the whole thing is really my, charming and, go ahead my understanding is the attraction is just sinbad being celebrated for all of his adventures um, but i think they're by recreating like, some of his adventures too like it's weird i don't like, know a, all, all i know is that i'd be obsessed with it oh you would um <laughs> And, and there's like a monkey scene and like, there's just a bunch of very interesting, weird things happening. And it was- Because why not? Absolutely hilarious. And that one is up there pretty high also. And um, their, uh, their night show Believe was absolutely gorgeous and used these huge greens, or not green screen, uh, LED walls on barges. Like they're wrapping around these barges that are probably Barge. 12, 15 feet tall. And then characters on top of them. And sometimes they'd have like stands that went up even further. Like it was a ridiculous 
use of technology Good that enhanced the storytelling journey that it was taking you on at the time. And, uh, and it was, it was like a half an hour long too. Like I was very impressed. Um, the fireworks were eh, like, honestly, in the world of Disney fireworks, they were about five minutes long, had good music. Um, there was nothing that blew me away with them and they were kind of far away. So they weren't quite as iconic as something you'd expect to see like happily ever after wondrous journeys, remember dreams come true, any of those things, Disneyland forever. Um, but it was cute. It was fine. Um, I think when we go back, it'll probably be, I don't know if it'll be the same fireworks just because I think it'll be their Christmas season. So um, that could be fun as well. Um, am I missing any questions in there? Um, and that is right. It's you get to do a Disney Sea. Uh, 20,000 leagues for sure. I would like to go back and go on uh, Indiana Jones because I think it's similar but slightly different. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I to to plug the ahead. thing that came out this week that we're not talking about on the show, but behind the attraction um, came out this week, and mm -hmm. um, I had a few days where truly every person I loved was in a different time zone. So. Um, Great. All, I binged all of Behind the Attraction. And it was very fun nice. to see all of the Tokyo stuff. Um, and so it was things like, oh my gosh, Indiana Jones looks so great. Oh my gosh, when you go to Disneyland, you need to do this. Like it was... And I haven't I mean, watched also, it yet. Indiana Jones Adventure is my favorite Disneyland attraction, as we know. So now I feel like I have to do it in Tokyo. In a, yeah. And I did not see any mailboxes clocky. Um <gasps> However, keep your eye on your mailbox. Um, <gasps> yes, that's right. Uh, also, I want no. everyone to know I went to the P.O. Box today. Good job. I know I get a bad rap that I don't go to the P.O. Box. <laughs> I took my little mail key and I opened the P.O. Box today. So there was nothing there, but I opened it. That's because I checked it right before I left. Um, it is but Geeks I... Corner Plus. If you have other questions about Tokyo Disney Sea, feel free to ask. Or Tokyo or Japan in general. I'm happy to do my best to answer to General Japan. Um, I, I sure. Uh, I will admit that most of the time, everything we're doing, uh, I have no clue what's happening because the language barrier is a little bit intense, and um, you can get through just fine. But. Um, Definitely, like it's it's definitely different than going to Europe, where I can either use English or French to get by everywhere. And here, you kind of have to hope that um, you kind of have to hope that somebody nearby has English. Otherwise, you just gesture and it works. Like you can totally get by. But I would like to learn Japanese now because I just think it would make for a much better experience. And and the people are just ridiculously kind. All right. Well, I think we are running out of time for today slash tonight, wherever you may be. So Katie, what should people do? Uh, go to napsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Find our Patreon where Mr. Naps is posting very, very cool travel recaps that are very in-depth. Um, and they're a little bit more than what you're seeing on the website. Um, I even like to look at them. Um, and I am hearing about things firsthand and I still have fun. So uh Go look at the Patreon. It's good stuff. Uh, and subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss any of the news that we're putting out. 
And we're going to have a lot of news with the start of the holiday season at Disneyland in just a few days. And we will have a ton of videos coming with that as well as Angela and Doug will be there on Friday and then also on Saturday covering Veterans Day. So you won't want to miss any of the stuff that we're posting either on the site or on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe to both. But that is all the time we have for you this time. So we will see you around the corner. Bye. Thank you.